Hello, and welcome to our weekly podcast as we continue our efforts to explore how blockchain and AI will ultimately impact the future of cybersecurity as we know it. Each week, we bring in an industry expert to bring us their expertise and point of view on a variety of topics in industry. And this week, we have a great topic and great guests. But before we jump in with the good stuff, let's talk about our technology stack, Overwatch, our enterprise-grade BOC, or Blockchain Operations Center, monitoring analytics, security, and validation for all of your chains and dApps from one single pane of glass. From developers to enterprise companies tapping into the many benefits of blockchain, Overwatch will help you through the development cycle, or dev chain ops, as we call it, and into production. For more information, please visit our website, secureblocktech.com, and please hit that like button and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Help us bring our blockchain technology soiree to more people like you across the globe. Now let's jump in. Today we have a great podcast topic for you, one that you've heard many times before, but probably not from this angle. Today we are going all in on how blockchain, AI, and enhanced cybersecurity are transforming supply chain management. Very intriguing information today. You definitely don't want to miss it. And leading the charge for today's podcast, another great guest speaker. We are very excited to have the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Malcolm Harkins, security expert and CISO for Somatic. Thank you for joining us today, Malcolm. Hey, thanks. Happy to be here, Jules. Great. I see you got a little bit of wind there behind you. Hopefully yeah. you don't blow away during the session. A little bit of a, a, little bit of a storm coming through. <laughs> you be safe. But who better to jump off this cliff with Malcolm and myself than the bad news bears of security themselves? Mr. John Telly Savalas Hooks, our resident CAIO. So tell us, Kojak, who loves you, baby? Back at you, baby. <laughs> You're looking awful, Kojak, today, my friend. And our resident security alien from outer space and good friend, Mr. Joel Samangan, our resident CISO. Thank you for joining us, Joel. Well, I'm glad to be here, Jules. Thank you. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. All right, well, let's jump in. You know, we're going to start and talk a little bit about how blockchain and AI impact the impacts that it has on supply chain management. I think this is going to be, uh, we have lots to talk about today. So, Malcolm, why don't we kick this off with you as you've been around a long time. Supply chain is a big topic. How would you break down the supply chain topic into manageable areas to look at? Yeah, well, at first, you know, let's let's define it, right? A, a supply chain is basically uh, a sequence of processes and, that are used for the distribution or the creation of a product, right? And so a lot of people think about it in terms of the physical supply chain, right? Whether it be the food industry, but I grew up in, in the computing industry, right? So when I, when I started at Intel, the supply chain started with sand because sand is where silicon starts, right? And then the endpoint of that through the whole uh, PCOEM ecosystem and stuff out to data centers and laptops and phones and all that stuff. But that's still the beginning of the next supply chain, which is the supply chain of information, which is the bits and the bytes and the transactions, right? So, so depending upon how you look at it, one supply chain feeds another. And just like the physical supply chain of the computing industry, then uh, in essence feeds the supply chain of the information industry and the transaction flows and all those other things that that we do all online today. No, very, very true. Very true. John, you want to just change gears. Uh, talk to us about how blockchain and AI are impacting supply chain in our current economic environment. 
Yeah, Jules, you know, as global supply chains are increasing in complexity, the margin of error is rapidly shrinking uh, with increasing competition. And as Malcolm just mentioned, a connected digital world, it becomes even more critical to maximize productivity by reducing the uncertainties of any and all kinds. Uh, mounting expectations of supersonic speed and efficiencies between suppliers and business partners of all types further underscores the need for the industry to leverage the prowess of the artificial intelligence of blockchain and supply chain and logistics. Uh, so artificial intelligence and machine learning are, are already beginning to change the face of the supply chain industry, which will further exacerbate the divide between the winners and the losers. So by calling out deep-rooted inefficiencies and uncertainties, artificial intelligence and machine learning will drive enterprise-wide visibility into all aspects of the supply chain, which, is, again, Malcolm just mentioned, uh, and with granularity and methodologies that humans simply can't mimic at scale. So AI and supply chains is helping to deliver the powerful optimization capabilities required for more accurate capacity planning, improved productivity, high quality, lower cost, and greater output, all while fostering safer working conditions. And uh, when faced with a pandemic like COVID-19, which we're going through now, establishing a good understanding of the impact on supply chains and contingency plans can help manufacturing companies deal with uncertainties in, a, in the right way. Uh, with all these influences coming to bear simultaneously, we're about to see a paradigm shift uh, from simple reactive intelligence to predictive, adaptive, and continuous learning systems to drive better decisions for, again, continuous improvements using machine learning, AI, and supply chain, and machine learning on existing data sources. Jules? No, absolutely. You made some very good points there. We've got a lot to consider as we move forward into the unknown. And then the new world that, that's right in front of us right now. Joel, glad to have you with us, man. How, how do you see AI and blockchain's impact here affect the cybersecurity space? Yeah, Jules. Um, wow, that's a, following on a good um, information that both Joel, um, Malcolm and uh, John just mentioned. Uh, as we all know, blockchain and AI are basically considered the new age disruptive technologies uh, and with its convergence it just seems inevitable because of the speed and continued advancement of technology uh, i can basically see that we are in the trenches of um, what i would call uh, the next security battle and i mean that in a total positive way as several companies have already started to adopt these technologies you know sometimes even before assimilating them into their strategic plans. Uh, as the world goes digital and shifts to cloud infrastructure, the task of securing and sharing and storage of data remains a, a big challenge for a lot of us. Blockchain's fundamental security features provides a positive and stronger security feature for an organization, since it's basically considered to be virtually uh, difficult to hack. You know, it can encrypt, validate, and store data that's basically immutable in a decentralized format. 
Now, with the adoption of AI to help an organization uh, improve the accuracy and efficiency of its business ops, uh, if done correctly, AI can be leveraged to also improve the organization's cybersecurity, particularly due to its ability to adapt to the constant unforeseeable and highly sophisticated cyber threats in a productive, I mean, in a proactive and automated process, which is gonna be much faster than any human expert can do to any organization. It can develop its own algorithm to learn good and bad traffic or transactions, attempted failed or successful attacks and so on, and basically accelerate the diagnosis to help the organization determine their next steps. Jules? No, definitely, definitely agree. That's that's really good information. And as we all know, a supply chain needs a lot of work, you know, especially as it becomes even more imperative as we move uh, forward into 2021. Malcolm, let's uh, circle back to you, my friend. Um, can you lay out some of the pieces of the puzzle that uh, you also see that are lacking in the current supply chain ecosystem? Well, again, I think there's a few aspects of it. So if you go back to the creation of technology, there's there's aspects that are, are weak in the security development lifecycle, privacy by design, really trying to minimize the vulnerabilities in technology to begin with. And then as you walk through the supply chain on those things, it goes, there's the configuration, there's the management, right? And, and this is true in, in so many different forms, whether it be a financial uh, transaction, a contract, Right, because if, if the underlying system that is being used to create a contract and execute it is weak, or there's vulnerabilities along that path, then then you might not have the integrity in the transaction of the contract along the way. Let alone just the all the the hops that things may take. So we really have to systemically look at this, and I think John talked about it pretty well uh, too. It, there's a scale and scope difference, and there's a business velocity issue that's also at stake, which is why we have to have the right tools and technologies in place to give us the scale and the scope to feel assured of, of what's occurring, and then have that traceability and, and trackability through the supply chain itself so that we can end-to-end -end have a higher level of trust and assurance in, in what we're looking at. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And I think adding on to that, maybe, uh, John, if you want to jump in, maybe talk about if, if you could, uh, kind sir, some of the benefits of using AI in supply chain management and um, what you see as possibly some of the challenges. Sure. Well, as Malcolm just mentioned, there are a lot of benefits, you know, including, uh, you know, management of uh, supply chains, inventory, et cetera. So let's just go through quickly three of the top ones that I see are important. One is, of course, accurate inventory management. And uh, with the ability to handle mass data, uh, the AI-driven tools that we are developing can prove to be highly effective in inventory management. Um, these intelligent systems can analyze and interpret huge data sets quickly uh, thereby providing timely guidance on forecasting supply and demand. Uh, these AI systems with intelligent algorithms can also predict and discover new consumer habits and forecast seasonal demand. This application of AI helps anticipate future customer demand trends while minimizing the cost of overstocking unwarranted uh, inventory. 
The second benefit I'll mention is warehouse efficiency. So in that regard, AI systems can also solve several of the warehouse issues more quickly and accurately than a human can, and also simplify complex procedures and speed up work. Also, along with saving valuable time, AI-driven automation efforts can significantly reduce the need for and cost of warehouse staff. Uh, and then thirdly and lastly, uh, it can reduce the operations cost. And this is a huge benefit of AI systems for the supply chain, uh, all the way from customer service to the warehouse, automated intelligent operations can work error-free for a longer duration, thereby reducing the number of errors and workplace incidents. Uh, warehouse robots can provide greater speed and accuracy, achieving higher levels of productivity. So what are some of the challenges? Well, you know, system complexity is one that comes to immediate mind. Uh, AI systems, as we've discussed in other uh, podcasts in the series, are usually cloud-based and therefore require expanded bandwidth, which is needed for powering the systems. Uh, sometimes operators need a specialized hardware to access the AI capabilities, and the cost of this hardware can involve a huge initial investment for many supply chain partners. The second challenge I see is scalability. Since most AI cloud-based systems are quite scalable, the challenge faced here is the initial level of startup, uh, the users and systems needed to be more impactful and effective. Since all of the AI systems are unique and different, this is something that supply chain partners will have to discuss in depth with their individual AI service providers. And so we mentioned a few of those uh, last week. Uh, and then, of course, lastly, the operational costs involved, you know, an AI operated machine has an exceptional network of internal processors, which uh, Malcolm mentioned, and each of these parts need maintenance and replacement from time to time. Uh, the challenge here is that due to the possible cost and energy involved, the operational investment could be quite high. So manufacturers would also need to replace these, which can shoot up the cost of utility bills, and could directly impact the overhead expenses of keeping them running. Jules? No, absolutely. I think you, you brought up a lot of very valid points. And, you know, I think uh, as with all technologies, you know, the ROI, I think, is just starting to be realized. And in a lot of those cases that you mentioned. And switching gears a little bit, uh, Joel, let's talk a little bit about blockchain. Um, do you think blockchain can help improve the security of supply chain? Yeah, thanks, uh, Jules. That's a great question. And um, Malcolm and, uh, has just mentioned this uh, early in, in this, this podcast, how basically the cybersecurity of uh, supply chains is basically literally daisy chaining from one supply chain yet to another supply chain. And the cybersecurity aspect of it is, is critical for us. And blockchain, as we know, is, is an emerging technology uh, that can potentially reduce the cybersecurity's uh, inherent risks to supply chains. You know, it, it can create an auditable, immutable, and unchangeable history of transactions that's tied to a verifiable identity. So, in short, from a supply chain perspective, 
blockchain's fundamental properties apply to every transaction. The transaction is verified, is validated by all parties in the blockchain network. The identities of the individuals who are participating in this blockchain network and uh, the transactions are verified. All parties have the ability to check the details of the transaction for their review. And the evidence of the transaction persists. It's basically immutable over time. Uh, this characteristic of blockchain is basically perfect for supply chain. Every time anyone adds anything onto a supply chain, it is verified and validated. The key as, again, I think um, Malcolm articulated earlier is automating the establishment of trust among the parties. Again, trust is a key thing, particularly in the blockchain network and managing the risk and supply chain interactions, which eventually leads to cost savings to an organization. Jules? No, definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. You know, that's great information. I mean, I think we have a lot to go on and, and I definitely, uh, I want to try to squeeze in a little more. I think this is a great group and a great topic of conversation. And we're going to completely shift gears here and then take another look at this from a different angle. So Malcolm, maybe uh, you want to jump in. I know we talked about this earlier and let's talk about the current state of affairs in regards to supply chain financing, contracting and international transactions. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting, right? So I, I a lot of people don't know, but some do. I'm a former finance guy. I was in procurement for years. And so I've seen it from from even the paper purchase orders uh, back uh, in my days at Intel. And obviously that's all become automated and, and even financial transactions now flow. You don't have to go into your bank. You can pull up your phone. You can go to the banking web app um, and all that type of stuff. And so we've gotten the scale, right? And, and we've pushed the availability of that out there. But still the question just becomes how, how trustworthy is the flow of those bits? Um, along the path. And, and by and large, it's been sufficient enough till now, but we continue to see fraud rates go up, right? We continue to see even things, you know, I'm in a web application security company, right? The growth of Magecart, there was a thing out the other day, 2,800 e-commerce sites with Magecart, credit card skimming that then is taking the credit card data, the transactions, and then doing countless fraud across thousands of e-commerce sites. Right. So because the automation and the bad guys leveraging that automation and to some extent, the sloppiness with how we can validate that and verify end to end what's going on. I think we're, we're at a state that we're hitting a tipping point where the amount of fraudulent activities and fraudulent transactions is is going to start growing quite, quite tremendously here. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. And then we all we've seen this happen many times. John, talk to us a little bit about how you see AI and, and blockchain working together and improving supply chain financing, contracting and international transactions. Sure. Well, as uh, as Malcolm just mentioned, you know, it's all the money, right? It's always the money trail. So when inventory information and financial flows are automated through AI and shared among firms through a blockchain, for example, significant gains in supply chain financing, the contracting of goods and doing business internationally are, are possible. So consider the matter of financing. Uh, banks that provide working capital and trade credit to firms 
face a well-known problem of information asymmetry regarding a borrower's firm's business, uh, the quality of its assets, and its liabilities. Uh, for example, a company might borrow money from several banks to get the same asset or request a loan for one purpose and then use it for another. So banks design their processes to control such risks, which increases transaction costs and slows down access to capital and reduces the capital available to small firms. Such frictions are detrimental not only to banks, but also to firms that need cheap working capital. So uh, another activity for improvement is accounts payable management, which is uh, an elaborate process that involves invoicing, reconciling invoices against purchase orders, keeping tracks of terms and payments and conducting reviews and approvals each step. Malcolm just mentioned that when he was at Intel, you know, he, he encountered this. And even though ERP systems have automated many steps, considerable manual intervention is still needed. And since neither of the transaction transacting firms has complete information, conflicts often arise. So again, AI and blockchain can help uh, ameliorate some of that conflict. And then finally, a counterfeit can be traced to its source using a blockchain trail, as Malcolm mentioned before. You know, there's a lot of fraud going on, a lot of counterfeiting of goods and services. And so uh, the provenance of any of the uh, elements of the supply chain can be traced, as I said, using blockchain. And um, a third area of opportunity is cross-border trade, which involves Again, manual processes, physical documents, many intermediaries, and multiple checks and verifications at points of entry and exit. Uh, transactions are traditionally slow, costly, and plagued by low visibility to the status of shipment. Um, the retailing and financial services companies that we work with are conducting pilot projects or developing platforms in all three of these areas. Uh, by connecting inventory, information, and financial flows and sharing them with all transacting parties, the blockchain enables companies to reconcile purchase orders, invoices, and payments much more easily and attract the progress of a transaction with counterparties. When a supplier retrieves an order, for example, a bank with access to the blockchain can immediately provide the supplier with working capital and when merchandise is delivered to the buyer, the bank can properly obtain payments. And since there's readily available audit trail and reconciliations, uh, they can be automated using smart applications that rely on the blockchain data uh, and conflicts between the bank and the borrowing firm are eliminated. So leveraging uh, what we call dynamic AI, the foundational nature of offerings, uh, like what we'll discuss next week, creates clarity and ambiguous data and identifying what the customer needs today, the potential for tomorrow, and how to bridge the two. Jules? Absolutely. No, guys, I think great information today. We're getting a, a little short on time. You know, great podcast. I, I want to wrap it up before you know, that tree behind Malcolm uh, hits the window. <laughs> Malcolm, I, I, we really appreciate your uh, time today and insight. I know you've got to probably go battle that weather. Uh, thank you. Thank you for coming today. Hey, thanks for having me. 
John or uh, Kojak is uh, will be referring to you for the rest of this week. As always, uh, thank you for, for your time and insight. Always my pleasure, Jules. Thanks for hosting. Uh, Joel, my alien friend, thank you so much again. Uh, you're welcome, Jules. Thanks for hosting. And uh, again, a pleasure to have Malcolm join the, this podcast. And of course, thanks, John, as well. Absolutely. And, and to our great audience, we hope that you found this podcast interesting and informative. Please join us again next week as we continue to build the bridge between blockchain technology and the enterprise. As always, you can learn more and or contact us at secureblocktech.com. Have a great week and please reach out with any and all feedback, questions, or desire to join the blockchain revolution. Have a great week.